Welcome to How to Survive, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you. Like coyotes, or living in the Southwest, or the Black Death. Oh, and the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like swollen groins, lost, <laughs> <laughs> or lost pets, hmm. or making contact with a chicken anus. I don't want to go through any of that again. No. <laughs> 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 Let's start the theme song. Play it. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. We gotta stick together if we're gonna survive. I'm properly hydrated. Yay. Good to go. Are you ready, Chris? I feel like we've covered a lot already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, remain calm. (laughs) Are we, are we started? I guess we've started. Here we are. That was a good way to start. It's, it's good to come in. It's like when you write a novel, you just start already in the action. It's a piece of advice. It's already good. It's already good. Start as deep into the scene as you can. Exactly. As a screenwriter. And that's what we're doing. So you have some big news. First, you have to tell the, the audience doesn't know any of this. Our cat went missing. Mandy went missing two days ago? It was very dramatic in our house. So the plumbers left the door open or something? I mean, the door was open and closed and open and closed and open and closed. Because, uh-huh. you know, big surprise, our bathroom's finally getting done. That's fantastic. How long has it been, guys? A year? A hundred years? Um, since the big uh, destroying event. And we had a, a big hole in the bathroom floor, and our crawl space was open outside the house, plumbers going in and out, Mandy, lots of noise. Mm-hmm. Additional information that a lot of pipes were corroded and it was going to be an extra $10,000. $7,000. Uh. There goes my hot tub money. Oh, were you going to get a hot tub? Because, yeah, I don't get to have a, hot, a, a new bathtub. So oh 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 shoot! I know no. couldn't make that work. So I was like, "All right, hot tub. Some of that money gets to go for me having a hot tub outside." Doesn't look no, like, it doesn't look it, good. It, it doesn't seem likely. Okay. Anyway, we realize Mandy's gone, <sighs> and we're like, "He'll come back. He'll he'll come back in an hour." Because sometimes he'll just go outside, sit and look at birds. Oh, he does. But he just sits. Okay. We've realized he has no interest in going off the property. Oh, okay. He's not an adventurous feeling. He's like, just going to sit here and look at birds. Right. I don't even know what he's looking at, actually. He just stares off into the distance. He's just wondering where his real mother is. Yeah, well, she's long gone. (laughs) It's like a Disney movie. And um, then he comes back. So I text the neighbors. Yeah. As I told you guys later when I was feeling sad. And one of the neighbors was like, well... We haven't seen the cat, but these two have been roaming around our hills every night and sends a picture of two giant coyotes. So Chris sent us the picture and I mean it 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 looks like, oh, this is this is the end, definitely. I mean there, yeah. there might as well have been blood dripping off yeah. the teeth because and cat it was fur. such a scary looking Wasn't picture. It ominous? It I mean they looked like hyenas or the one with the mouth open. It was really like it's, terrifying. It's like they're just hey, guess what? We're on we the prowl. We just ate Mandy. Right. He was delicious. We're walking off our our Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
Thanks for softening them up with all those uh, Trader Joe's chicken treats. Right. <laughs> the meat was delicious. So I was like, well, he didn't make it through the night. Right. Like, there's no way he made it through the night. He's been with us since he was basically, since he was drinking his mama's milk yeah. and we were feeding him kitten milk from the store. He was so little. Right. He was like a tiny newborn baby, six weeks old. So the kids were devastated, The obviously. kids were like... I mean, Benji was like, well, coyotes ate him. And Alex was like, I don't even want to put signs up. It makes me too sad. Oh. So I made signs. We had our bonus episode last night. Yeah. So I, I, in Canva, uh-huh. um, I used our show account. Don't tell our accountant. <laughs> um, I made up some Mandy's missing signs. I contacted Aww. a pet detective. Yeah, get this guarantee. Contacted <laughs> a pet detective. So did he speak out of his ass? She, <laughs> she. It wasn't. It wasn't Jim Carrey. Okay. Um, he was my second choice. Ah, Landa Coldiron. No, mm-hmm. I swear to God, that's her name. Love it. Well, she so, can't. She can be nothing but a a detective of some sort with that name. With that name, Landa. Right? Yeah, Coldiron. Is she Native American? I don't know, but we never ended up speaking. Oh, I'll tell you why. One thing that she she did say, because I was like, we'll do the easier, cheaper one. Yeah. Uh, oh, because tell them what the more expensive one was. Well, it was with the bloodhounds. Yeah. Where she comes to your house with two trained bloodhounds right. and another person. And I was like, this is prohibitively expensive. And I just got a $7,000 quote right. on pipes. I'd rather have a hot tub. So I'm sorry. They're, I love our cat, but I also love, I could learn to love another cat. Right. Um, I mean, that was my point where I was like let's start with a lower level and then hopefully that'll work Mm -hmm. so one thing she said though about a lot of your pets is they're almost always close to your house okay so you know you're gonna start there you know don't assume they're you know really far away Mm -hmm. so last night excuse me she's getting emotional I'm getting getting choked up last night got home from bonus taping yeah and Sven's outside on the deck shaking chicken treats Oh, with a very serious look on his face. He's like very dedicated uh-huh. shaking these chicken treats. And I'm like, oh, he's what a sweet God man. And I'm like, hey. And he's like, shh. And I'm like, oh, OK. So I, t- you know, I take off my shoes. We're shoe free home. Oh, OK. Walk inside. And I, I get over by the door to the deck and I hear. <gasps> and I go, oh. I think I hear I hear Mandy and he goes I know me too and he's out there and I'm inside and I like drop my head down to our heat register you know we have registers on the floor yeah yeah. so I'm like sticking my head down at the register and I'm like Mandy so I'm like taking the registers out Uh and looking to see I'm like I think he's under the house Uh uh-huh and he's like okay so then I go outside I go to the crawl space and there's like a sort of cement tile covering it. So so that's where the 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 um, plumbers had to work right. in the crawl space. You have to be little, like a little plumber to get uh-huh. under a crawl space because it's it's so small. It it's like if you're a claustrophobic person, which I am, it would be your idea of hell to right. have to get in it because it's really small, you know, full of probably rats, yeah. definitely giant spiders. And it's all dirt. It's not a finished basement. Right. Obviously, it's California. So it's this tiny crawl space. And most of the plumbers can't fit in it. They always have to send this really wow. little person that's like maybe just five feet tall. That's like a very specific 
um, Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they send Mario or Luigi. Oh, and does he hop around to <laughs> bing, get bing, bing, and mushrooms yeah. come out? Yeah. And then he eats the mushrooms, but gets smaller, right? Not bigger. <laughs> he has to get bit by one first. You yeah. gotta find one of those one of the Goombas or whatever. Now you've exhausted my Mario knowledge. I, I already passed <laughs> Is there really something called Goomba? Yeah, the little mushroom guys are called Goombas. Oh, oh my god, yeah. that's a slur. Is it? Yeah, it's like Italian, like Goombas, like you oh. know. Well, Nintendo. But maybe in Japanese, it's is that one of those? It started as a Japanese yeah. game, right? Maybe Jumpman. He was called Jumpman. Right, 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 right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> get back to the crawl space. So we're at the. I'm at the crawl space with like. Then we realize we don't know where any flashlights are in our house. So we're certainly not prepared as I thought we were for oh, an emergency. Okay. I thought you just had them for the superstorm. I don't know where they went off to. Oh, okay. I, I don't know where anything is at this All point. Right. I think I've packed everything away with our camping kits. Gotcha. And so um, the kids are like, at the, at the kids now are up. They're like, you found Mandy? They weren't, somehow weren't asleep at, you right. know, like 9.30 or 10. Mm-hmm. So they're at both registers calling Mandy. Sven and I are at the crawl space. And then the kids go into the bathroom because we have a hole in our floor in the bathroom. Right. And they're, then they see Mandy. No way. At the hole. So they take, you know, the carpet up and they take this piece of wood up. They're there with a can of food. And they're like, come here, Mandy. Come here, Mandy. They're scratching, like, with this so toy they down there. They can't just pick her up. They Well, they can pick him up, but, like, him. Sorry. He's It's okay. His, the Ma- Mandy name yeah, is yeah, confusing. Yeah. So he's kind of, like, not letting them. You know, he's, like, not. He's okay. a little bit, like, moving away when they're putting their he's arms scared. down. Yeah, I think he's a little freaked out. He's like, I've yeah. been down in this hole for, you know. Uh, or he's having fun. So wait, how deep is the hole? I'm trying to figure well, out. Well, it's like, it's not deep. So when you lift the carpet off, um, we just have carpet down in the bathroom to protect the floor. It's not usually carpeted. Okay. And so when you lift it up, you can see the dirt. Like, it's it's uh-huh. maybe two and a half feet. Oh, okay. It's low. It's, oh, that's it's not a lot like, deeper than I thought. Oh, okay. So, so... He's right there. Gotcha. But you kind of have to lean down right. and then he, you put your arm down and then he's like moves away. Gotcha. Gotcha. So gotcha. So ki- I say to the kids, you guys work in the bathroom <laughs> and dad and I will be at the crawl space outside. He runs We'll out just that see way. which way yeah. he comes to. So the kids finally lure him with the can of cat food. Amazing. And we get him out. Amazing. That's where he was the whole time. He was, he ran under the house. He was under the house. We don't know if he got there through the hole in the, in the bathroom. Because when we watched, you know, we have nest cameras. Yeah. We never saw him actually go outside. Right. Like, if we we don't know if he ran oh. outside during the plumbers coming in and out, and then he went to the crawl space on the side of the house, or if the plumber's working in the bathroom with that Remo- hole open, he just ran carpet. down that hole. Yeah. Like, whoa, it's what's down here? So. And then they closed it when they left. So did you already pay this woman the money? Clearly no, you don't need her. Okay. I hadn't signed it. So, oh, so that night she sent over contracts and I had to fill out a questionnaire and she said the money's due by 10 a.m. the next day. And I was like, great. OK, I'll fill out the questionnaire tonight. So then l- last night I just texted her. We found her. We found her. And she was like, yay. Yeah, so sorry. that's OK. So <laughs> I'm still thankful to Landa Cold Iron. That's so Just fabulous. Just saying her name because it's so cool. Oh, the kids must have been so excited. Yeah, everybody was really happy. And oh, she, man. Mandy was like, whatever. Like, he seemed not even... He wasn't... He was just like, whatever. Yeah, I just, just had an adventure. Yeah. And you guys all spazzed I, out. 
he the thing that's funny is that the whole time he never made a peep until he, I guess so he was weird. like I ate rats. Yeah, I had a I had an adventure. I had fun and then I got bored and now I'm ready to come out. So that's my story. That's so good. And thank you for being on my emotional journey with me, guys. Absolutely. I know I was a little grumpy last night at the bonus taping. I felt like I was. No, I mean, um, no. that's really aggravating and scary. Um, so speaking of aggravating and scary. Tell us. No, what was I going to say? Oh, well, the first thing I wanted to talk about was that Garen sent us a video. <laughs> I was there sound in the video because I was Which just Which one? I don't remember what it was. Oh, the the <laughs> golf cart chase. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was hilarious. So what exactly happened because I was watching it like at Starbucks and I I wasn't really sure what was going on but someone they stole a golf cart, right? I yeah, it's with seemed, a dog. And they were armed with something. I don't with know a they dog? Had, um, they had a dog in their lap, didn't they? I think they had a dog. I was on Discord with my brother and my best friend and my brother's boyfriend, we were playing something, Fall Guys or Fortnite or something, I don't remember. And all of a sudden, it sounded like a, a an army of cops and helicopters went right by my house. Uh-huh. It was like there was a, a mass shooting somewhere and they were right. on the trail. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? It was wild. And then later on that night, I got Citizen went off and it said golf cart driving through Valley Glen or something. I'm like, you would have thought it was a tank. So you noise. heard it all. I, I heard it you, all. You were witness. You didn't yeah. go outside and see it. I went outside to see if I could see anything, but by the time I went out there, they were oh, okay. They were gone. So, yeah. <laughs> wild. And then the video came through the next day, and it was like, holy shit, this is incredible. So I sent it to you guys. But it went. they went for a while. I think they ended at Laurel Canyon and Oxnard. So the cops are chasing a golf cart a golf around the streets cart. of the valley. And it's like something that would be valley heat. Cops, it it was dozens like. of cops. I feel like we should send it to Christian to Chris, and yeah, be like, should. work this in or this yeah. is, this is <laughs> something. I mean, it's so, is this your show? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. With the guy with the recumbent bike who keeps, who's gotten hit 36 times or something. Um, yeah. So I was watching it in Starbucks and I turned to this guy and I go, have you heard about this? Yeah. And he's like, what? I show him. I go, someone stole a golf cart and they're. And they're being chased through the streets of the valley, and he's just—he's just—he's just watching it, and we're, I'm just laughing. And he's like, "Are there headlights on that golf cart?" I said, "Yeah, there are." He- and he goes, "So someone just thought, yeah, we should take this golf cart and just steal it. Like that was a process. Someone, so we were enjoying it together. It was—it was quite amusing. Bonding. And Here's Starbucks. the the ABC Seven Los Angeles headline. Okay. Shirtless suspect leads LA police on bizarre slow speed chase in golf cart <laughs> with dog in lap. I mean, awesome. Somebody had fun writing that headline. Yes. They probably so, just copied it from some Florida newspaper. <laughs> I'm sure that happens on a weekly Shirtless. basis. <laughs> and also, um, they said that he, you know, the golf cart could get in places the cars couldn't. So that's how the, he evaded them for a while because you know, oh it's a small God. vehicle. But I'd love to know what the backstory is. I guess I'll yeah, read it. Yeah, what did uh, that guy do? Apparently, he robbed it. They got a call about a robbery and on Ventura Boulevard. So this guy, he did not oh, go went, a short he journey. Far, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he went a route. So what did he rob? Like a store? He robbed uh, a store? The caller said a golf cart was stolen at knife point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so the, the theft is the... the from? So the theft was the golf cart, but like... That was what he stole. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, why would there? Why would there be a golf cart on Ventura Boulevard? There isn't a golf. You know course. what? There's that retirement community that's down there. Is that Ventura or Moore Park? 
Sonmore Park. Maybe maybe it was around there and he took I don't know. Okay. Any in any case, it was pretty great. Should we get into today's Speaking topic? Speaking of um there's no segue. <laughs> okay, I'm excited cuz I have no idea what the topic is today. Um we uh, we are once again guestless. We are so. guestless and pantsless, guys. Yeah. Well, none of us are wearing pants today. Nope. Um we're Winnie the Poohing it. We just didn't feel like it. Well, so. I'm done ducking it, so <laughs> <laughs> so you're on more formal way. on top. <laughs> you have like a jacket. He's wearing a bow tie, big red bow tie, <laughs> satin, and that cute hat. Oh my god, so, so adorable! Cute. And he has feathers coming out of his um, back area. Mm-hmm. Are, you, <laughs> are you guys ready to get into a little something, something? Yeah, called the Black Death. Oh, yes. As in the plague? <laughs> As in. Here's how it's going to go. Okay. All right. We're going to have a little history lesson. Mm-hmm. A little. L-I-L. History lesson. Oh, history. apostrophe. Uh-huh. Apostrophe history lesson. Then we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to learn you how to survive black death in the oldie timey days. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to learn you how to survive it now. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's just the order of events. I love it. Um, I'm gonna. Is first, that why you brought in the um, plague masks? That is why wear? we're all in costume. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. We don't have pants on, right? But we're also in full costume, right? Uh, shout out to some sources. I did. I did listen to a podcast on the way here on Black Death. Oh, really? From my uh, very academic British podcast. It's I, I can't remember the name of it. But I'll put it in the newsletter. But like their guest was, I think, from the time of the Black Death <laughs> and maybe still recovering. He was like, oh, no. A lot of people think that it killed 50 percent of the population, which estimates to be <laughs> around 20 million. <laughs> he would make this noise like every once in a while that was like, <laughs> oh, no. And then I, as I kept listening, I realized, oh, that's how he laughs. Uh, oh, he's <laughs> laughing at the death camp? Well, just like he would laugh at things that were like what people thought to be facts. Oh, okay. Because he Got was it. the real expert. I okay. think that's what he was. Or he was just taking in breaths from his oxygen tank. Did he have a pocket full of posies? Is he trying to mask the... That is a Black Death reference. Do you know this? That's why I said it. Oh, why would I say it if I well, didn't know I, that? I thought maybe you were just getting really lucky. Um, no, they carried it to mask the smell, or yes. at least that's, that's the theory. Oh, someone's a little history buff. <laughs> there is like a little bit of a debunking with that. that I was going to say, I've not, heard that that's maybe not but true. But it, it is interesting that the, so the Rosies meant to be the, the Bulbos, which are the... Um, so bubonic plague... Mm-hmm. Uh, the the bulbos we're just we're getting right into it. Let me go up okay. here. So, bul the bulbos are the um, the swellings. Okay. From the 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 plague and the the um, fun fact about this is the word bubonic derives from the Greek bubon groin. Oh oh was it in mainly in your groin? Uh, one of the places was the groin. Oh. Fun place to have a big giant swelling full of uh blood and pus. Oh for fuck's sake. Yeah. Also in the under the armpits and in the neck. So it's glandular. Yeah, it's it's in the it's in those uh it's in those areas. So uh the the ring around the rosy, the rosy were the 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 bulbous areas. Pocketful posies as you know, they thought a lot of it had to do with bad smells. So people Oh okay, I got I got it wrong then. That's not what I thought it was. They would carry 
a lot of sense because they thought it would protect them. Oh, okay, yes, then. You're right. You're <laughs> sort right. of what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, ashes, ashes was achu, achu, the sneeze, meaning we've got it, we've got the plague. Oh. All fall down, we're dead. We're dead. Oh, wait, so go back to the beginning. So ring around the rosy, that's the... Yes, that's the the, 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 the rosy w- was referring to the bulbs. The, oh, is is I understand? They called it. them bulbs, the swellings. Yeah, the bulbous, the bulbos, okay. bubos, bubos. Got okay, it. got it. So you just some fun, fun. I love it. Black Death references. So going to be a little historical at the beginning, but I hope we'll we're going to have fun. No, I love history. Okay, good. You're gonna. I think you're going to enjoy this. Okay, first we're going to talk about the arrival of it in Europe. That was in 1347. Mm-hmm. All right. So how did it arrive? Yeah. Do you know this already? Nope. Okay. Immigrants. It was the, the Jews standing out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So 12 ships from the Black Sea docked at the Sicilian port of Messina. People came to the docks, you know, they came to meet their sweeties. Uh-huh. Guess what? Most of the returning were dead. Oh, shit. And the ones who were still alive, they were like almost dead. Mm. So um, they're covered in these black bubos that oozed blood and pus. Damn. Yeah. Right. They're like almost. And they're dead. black. The the b- swellings are black. Yeah. They turn. They would turn black. Okay. Um, and they looked black because what was happening is they were bleeding under the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so the authorities said, "Hey, death ships, you got to leave the harbor." Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. So in five years' time, the Black Death killed more than twenty million people in Europe. Wait a second. So no one got off the ships. Well, I don't know what they did with the mostly dead, but it didn't. They might have like said, "You can come off the ship. We're going to oh, help okay, you." All right. It didn't matter. It was so contagious that like it was airborne. Yeah. So it's it's. I'm going to get into how okay. it spreads because there's different ways. So right. 20 million people was almost 40 percent of the population. Some estimates indicate 60 percent. Half of Paris's population of the hundred thousand people in Paris died. Half. Wow. Um, within five years, did you say? Within five years. Shit. Okay, so before those ships carrying the dead and mostly dead soldiers showed up, the people in Europe had been hearing some rumors about some bad shit going down in Asia. Is and that where the ships came from? Did it say where the yes. ships came from? So it's okay. all these trade routes coming right. from um, China, India, Persia, Syria, and Egypt. Okay. And they had been getting hit hard. Okay. Hard. Um, so it's already going on over there. Um, and actually, I just heard this on that that very um, titillating podcast that it hadn't been called um, the Black Death then. Uh-huh. It was actually called the Great Pestilence. Okay. Um, Putting and, a positive spin on it. Yeah, it's great. It's great. We love it. So it actually wasn't until the 17th century mm-hmm. until they started calling it the Black Death. And they were asking on this podcast because they took questions on that podcast why it was called the Black Death. And they they aren't sure, but they speculate it could be possibly that Greeks and Romans loved to call anything that was bad black. Okay, black was very in. Mm-hmm. Um, but another possibility is because people turned black. Yeah, parts of their body would turn Jesus. black. Okay, as they were getting sicker and sicker. So hence black right. death. Would you like to hear some symptoms? Yes. All right. Well, people were. Hella not prepared for this. In Men and Women Alike, the Italian poet Giovanni Boccaccio wrote, at the beginning of the malady, certain swellings, either on the groin or under the armpits, waxed to the bigness of a common apple. Oh, my God. Other 
Others, I guess these are the luckier people, the size of an egg. Some more and some less, and these, the vulgar named plague boils. Whoa. I mean, you got to think that's pretty painful. At least they had loose-fitting clothing back then. Oh, Can right. Can you imagine you're wearing skinny <laughs> jeans and you just got a big old bulb in your crotch? That's worse than camel toe. It is. Man. I had to take a sip for that. Oh, for the next part, too. Guess what? What? It does get worse. Blood and pus seeped out of the swellings, uh-huh. which were followed by a host of other horrible symptoms. Fever, chills, vomiting, diarrhea. Sometimes blood's just shooting out of your, you know, back area. Sure. <laughs> Garen. Poor Garen. I'm going to leave here with this disease. <laughs> yeah, you My are. hypochondria is going to go you know what, right through the you know what? You know what the cure is? <laughs> Celsius. Yes. <laughs> but then it's going to fuck up your heart, so you have to That's decide. That's true, so I better not touch it. Oh, also, you're in a lot of pain. Surprise. Yeah. Um, and you die fast. The good news is you die fast. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask, and this may sound naive. Does everyone who gets it die? No, Okay. but a lot right. back then. Okay. So the underlying tissue under the skin uh, is covered in dark blotches. That's the bleeding under the skin I mentioned earlier. Lots of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, the, bu- the bubonic plague was the most commonly seen form during the Black Death. So there's three different kinds, which I'll talk oh. about. The bubonic is the most common, but there's two others. Okay. Of the, uh, here we go. Of those who contracted the bubonic plague, four out of five died within okay. eight days. Oh, shit. Holy ghost. So at least it's fast. I was going to say, at yeah, least. you don't want to live with that. No, no, no. A second, less common option a person could get was the pneumonic plague. Okay. This is an airborne plague that attacks the lungs before the rest of the body. This had a mortality rate of 90 to 95%. Okay. I mean, these aren't good odds. No. Third? Yeah. Septicemic plague. Well, that doesn't sound good. I hope I'm saying that right. It's a form of deadly blood poisoning. So this is contacted primarily through the bite of an infected insect. This can cause disseminated intravascular coagulation. Oh. I don't know what that is, but I know. Sounds like blood clots or something? Yeah, that does. Thank you, doctor. (laughs) It's almost always fatal. The mortality rate in medieval times, 99 to 100%. So are all of these three plagues happening at the same time? Correct. So like... You're walking down the street and you're like, oh, what do you got? I got bubonic. What do you got? I got that thing where your blood clots yep. in your... So it, at the same time. Yep. Do, yep. do they have anything to do with each other? Why did it all happen at once? I think it's all this... Yes. I think they're all they're all Black Death. There's three varieties. Okay. It's like door number one, door number two, door number three. Okay. Anyone who's a history buff can feel free to, well, actually me. How did it spread, you wonder? Yeah. I'm about to tell you. It's super contagious. Uh-huh. It worked fast, as I already established. People who were perfectly healthy when they went to bed at night could be dead by morning. Oh, my God. That's what I would wish yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to walk around with... Like, go to bed and not wake up. Yeah. Okay. I want to tell you guys about the, do- the plague doctor costume. Yeah. Because I think this is just a fun... It's like a fun little fact you can... You know what? When you're at a dinner party, sure, you might just feel like I don't know what to talk about, and you yeah. could just throw this out, and people will be like, "You know what? That Garen, interesting fella." 
Yeah. I learned a lot from him last night. He just randomly threw this fact out. The Plague Doctor costume consisted of an ankle length overcoat, right? a bird-like beak mask filled with sweet or strong smelling substances like dried flowers or herbs, spices, oh. along with gloves and boots. The mask had glass openings for the eyes. Okay. The purpose of the mask was to remove bad smells because they really thought it was like if the, you smell something, you get yeah, it. Yeah, it was bad smells. And in a way, like, it, it was right, air, right. airborne. Like, they were getting they were, kind they of were along the right line. They were like, they right. were like, you know, adjacent to some right. correct information. Right. The, so, yeah, they thought the bad smells were the, the, the principal cause of the disease. Doctors believe the herbs would counter the evil smells of the plague and prevent them from becoming infected. The costume included a wide-brimmed leather hat to indicate their profession it also oh. probably just scared the shit out of people. It's a very scary look. They used wooden canes to point out areas needing attention, like on people, and to examine patients without touching them. So gotcha. they could stand far away and just like smart point at people. This is a boil. This yes. is a bigger boil. Um and to like move clothing from oh, like people okay. and not have to touch them. Um I think it's like a almost like a medieval hazmat suit. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and the inspiration for everything Tim Burton has ever done. Yes. Um, now, today, scientists understand the Black Death. Now we call it the plague is spread by disease causing bacteria called Yersinia pestis. Yersinia pestis. Thanks. I know. <laughs> they know it travels from person to person through the air mm-hmm. and through the bite. Of Danielle. This Uh-oh. is gonna rats. R- like, yep, the bite of infected fleas and rats. Yeah, it's really the fleas, you guys. Okay, this explains how the Black Death made it so fast through one European port city after another. Because wow. we know ships are full of rats. Yeah, and rats are full of fleas, right. and they just jump, 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 jump. Okay. Today, we're like, yeah, duh, of course. Mm-hmm. But back then, they were like, we cannot figure this out. Right. You know, they just didn't have any idea. So back then, would you like to know how they treated the Black Death? I feel like there is going to be some leeches and cupping or something. You are but... so right. Oh, okay. That was some of it. They did right. bloodletting. Yeah. Because they loved to bloodlet. Yeah, loved with... it. They did a lot of leeches, but that was really only for wealthy people. Oh, oh. Only, oh. only the wealthy oh. could afford he keeps, leeches. He keeps me in leeches. Mm, yes, I'm just looking for a man who can keep me in leeches. <laughs> he comes from old leeches. <laughs> oh, Gerard, he has buckets of leeches. <laughs> so a lot of people couldn't afford leeches, so they just have to, you know, sli- get sliced open. Okay. Uh, boil lancing. Yeah, uh, these were always dangerous practices and unsanitary, and they did a lot of superstitious practices like burning aromatic herbs, bathing in rose water or vinegar. Here's some animal cures they tried. Here's one you're gonna maybe remember from another episode: the Vickery method. This is when you pluck the rear end of a live chicken, yeah, strap it to the swollen bulbos. Yes, you, we did talk yes, about this for I, some reason. I don't uh-huh. remember what we were talking about, but I do remember a live chicken ass being uh-huh. strapped. So you strap it to the swollen bulbos, the intention being it's going to draw out the infection and go into the chicken. And when the chicken was looking sick, it was meant to mean it was drawing out the infection. Uh-huh. And then they would just do that until either the person or the chicken died. Okay. Which came first? The, the, the person. The de- chicken death? or the, Usually okay. the person. Right. Another thing they would did. 
Another thing they did back then was they would kill a snake, oh. chop it into pieces, rub the various chicken, chicken, snake pieces over the swollen bulbos. Look, you got to try whatever. I mean, they were just grabbing at anything and throwing it against a wall. Okay. The snake, which in Europe uh, was synonymous with Satan, was thought uh-huh. to draw the disease out of the body sure. because evil would be like drawn to evil. Right. As you can imagine, that had like a 0% effectiveness rate. <laughs> I mean, maybe once in a while a person wouldn't die because not, everybody also, got, every, not everyone died. Right. So you can't, who's to say cause and they'd be, causation? They'd, and, they'd be like, this person survived. See, it works. So, right. But I'm also picturing, and I'm sure that these were home remedies, but I'm also picturing the doctor in the whole getup with a stick with a uh, a hook on it, <laughs> yeah. picking up the snake from 10 feet away and just like yes. trying to the dangle it over. The yeah. <laughs> Multiple times by right. a snake. I mean, it was crazy times. It was crazy times. They also would do creams, like they'd make creams out of roots, herbs, flowers, and put that on the big boils. Human waste was also turned oh, into a paste no. for the same purpose, oh, which no. obviously led to greater infection. It was believed that clean urine had medicinal purposes, so people would bathe in it or drink it. Okay. And urine collectors were paid well by doctors wow. for a clean product. So if you had clean urine, you so were how high you demand. Know, what, what is clean? Maybe how do you, you define just, clean? Maybe you don't have the... Yeah, you're not... You don't have boils coming out of your yeah, pee? You could just show up and say, hey, I don't got any boils. And they'd be like, give me some of that sweet, sweet yeah. urine. Well, people still think urine is... I know. Medicinal, right? I know. Yeah. I would say they're wrong. It doesn't even help with jellyfish things. So it's not good for anything. (laughs) I I mean, I think you're just supposed to put it in the toilet. I think you're just supposed to put it in the toilet. That's all I would do with your urine. I mean, I am not a licensed dermatologist. Occasionally give it to a doctor so they can test if you have the plague. But other than that, you don't. Yeah, don't don't do anything with it, but put it in the toilet. I'm going to I'm going to go firm on that. (laughs) My grandfather used to put it in sunny delight bottles and then pay my little cousin 25 cents to go get rid of them huh wait 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 did he not have a toilet wait 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 wait. hillbillies but did he have a toilet oh yeah he just wouldn't get up out of bed and at night and would just unload into a sunny delight bottle and then (laughs) and when they got too full go empty it here's a quarter how far was it as toilet i don't know through the kitchen where was it emptied? I don't know that either. I would never partake in that that offer. Oh, were you? I was going to say, I why never, didn't you get the offer for the 25 cents? I wouldn't. I, first of all, I wouldn't You're do not that, that for cheap. that cheap. No. Number one. Uh, was there ever a hilarious mix-up? <laughs> Putting <laughs> yellow pee into a Sunny D bottle? No, but damn, I wish there would have been. That would have been very funny. No, he just kept it by his bed, so it was just there. By oh, his for bed. fuck's sake. Disgusting. <laughs> D stands for diuretic. (laughs) Sunny D. Sunny D. Mom, we got any Sunny D? No, but we have a bottle full of urine next to your father's bed. Great. You know what? His wife should have made him sleep in the garage like my great-grandmother made her husband sleep in the garage. Why? Live in the garage. Why? Well, he cheated on her. Oh, okay. And his... She was talked out of divorcing him, so she just said, all right, I won't divorce him, but he has to live the rest of his life in the garage. And how did that work out? It did. It did? Yeah. They both were happy with the arrangement. Oh, I don't think they were happy people. No. 
These are your great grandparents? Did you know yes. your great grandparents? Yes. Wow. Well, no, he was dead by the time I was oh, okay. born, I think. But you had heard of this. You, you I know the told story. the story. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Holy moly. Guess what a lot of people back then thought was causing the Black Plague? Oh. The Black Plague. Ill humors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would make sense. No, no, no. That's what they're called. Humors. Yes. No. Yeah. I know. Bile. God's punishment. Uh, oh, it's an oldie but a goodie. I mean, it's classic, you guys. And science really wasn't a thing. Right. I mean, they thought it was, but <laughs> they were like using astrology back then, okay. too, to be like, well, you know, you're, you're a Leo and oh, Leos okay. totally deserve the plague. So they thought it was a punishment from God. So the only way to get rid of the plague was to get God's forgiveness and so the only way you could get God's forgiveness was helping others, um, you know, doing good works in the community. That is obviously not right. No, no one thought that. They actually thought <laughs> the way to do this was to purge their communities of heretics and other troublemakers who were you, P- prostitutes. You know who that is. Jews. Exactly. Oh, okay. So many thousands of Jews were massacred in 1348 and 1349. Is this the Spanish Inquisition? No. That's something else. That's Catholics or something. It's very unexpected. I know, right? Yeah. I was like, what? Thousands more Jewish people fled to the sparsely populated regions of Eastern Europe where they oh. could be relatively safe from those assholes in the cities. Okay, that's how we got to Eastern Europe, I guess. Yeah, I think right. so. Here is a real weird fun fact in this time period that I was like, what? Some upper class men joined processions of flagellants that traveled oh. from town to town and engaged in public displays of penis, penance and punishment. They would beat themselves and one another uh-huh. with heavy leather, sorry, heavy, <laughs> with heavy leather straps right, studded with sharp pieces of metal in the Oof. town square while everybody watched. Okay. For 33 and a half days, the flagellants. Isn't that also farting? Yeah, it's it, not flagellance. Fla- flat it's, it's, is farting. Fla- is, it, is it flag flagellant? Am I saying it, it wrong? Is it flagellance? It might be. No, I think you're saying it right. Well, it's just they're so similar. Flagellation. Yeah. Flagellation. But they're they're called the people are called flagellants. Okay. That's yeah. how I mean. It's that's, just G and C H. They just sound because when I when you said that first, I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> flagellance. <laughs> yeah. Is T C H T U. L A N C. When it's farting, I don't it's think like with T C H, right? Yeah, it's pronounced Flat- that way. Flagellants. Okay. Flagellants. Yeah. All the right. flagellants. Got it. Repeated this ritual three times a day. Then they would move on to the next town and begin the process over again. It was like a medieval fight club. Is thirty-three? Is that how old Jesus was when he died? Is that thirty-three and a half? Yeah. Is that what the thirty-three mm-hmm. and a half days is? I believe that is exactly what that is. Oh, I, I, for some reason I thought he was 26, but I'm getting that confused with like the Jimmy rock Hendrix. stars. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always Jim Morrison. Too. Yeah, I think is it 27? Yes, 27. Okay. 27 club. Um, there wasn't a lot to do back then, you guys. Okay, you know they didn't. They couldn't I, join I, a fantasy football I, I, league. I got a month to beat myself I mean, up with leather straps. You know what? I wouldn't be upset if some upper class white men did that right now. Sure. Like maybe stop for, for my benefit. Yeah, maybe Let's stop like burning torches and marching in the streets mm-hmm. and saying hateful things. Maybe you guys right. could just beat yourself on the back with some sharp uh yeah, straps. leather straps instead. I like it. Get off get off your 4chan. <laughs> <laughs> Go hurt exactly. yourself instead of hurting other people. 
All right. How did the Black Death end? Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. It didn't. It didn't. It wait, returned with a vengeance years oh, later. So it, so everyone died who was going to die. Lots of people. Like over half. Of Europe. Yeah, and other places. Oh, okay. Oh, right, because it came from Asia. So here's what's crazy. It, it came back years later, but the main, those four to seven years where it was insane, officials in the port city of Ragusa were able to slow its spread by keep by the keeping the arriving sailors in isolation until it was clear they were oh. not carrying the disease, creating social distancing. Oh, wow. Oh, hey, guess what? It social works. distancing works, what? dummies. Yeah. That relied on isolation to slow the spread of the disease. The sailors were initially held on their ship for 30 days, a Trentino, a period that was later increased to 40 days, a quarantine. But, oh, The origin get of the out. term quarantine a practice that's still used today. But wait, first of all, I love that. But second, if they're getting the disease from the rats on the ship, how is keeping them on the ship helpful? I can't answer that. Unless they just all they died after 40 days. known that, probably. Yeah, that I know, but... So. Okay. So, the Quarantine. Black... I know, right? Isn't that fun? I, I did it. not know that. The Black Death epidemic had run its course by the early 1350s. Guys, this 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 blew my mind. The plague reappeared every few generations for centuries. What? Centuries. Oh, my God. It just kept coming back every few generations for centuries. Oh, my God. So what really made it stop is modern sanitation and public health practices, which have greatly mitigated the impact of the disease, but have not totally eliminated it. Okay. While antibiotics are available to treat the black death according to the world health organization there are still 1000 to 3000 cases of plague every year really yeah all right so here's how you could have survived it i'm going to just quickly go through this if you were someone in london in 1348 okay you ready yeah okay should you go to one of england's small villages to get out of the city do you no. think that's better? No. No. Population doesn't matter. Guess what? What? It's the ratio of fleas to humans that matters. <sighs> Most rat-infested farming villages have higher mortality rates than cities. Yeah. So unless your friend Nigel, you know your friend Nigel? <sighs> yeah. Does he have a rat-free countryside manor? Does anyone? Not. I don't know anyone. You better stay in London. Okay. So some London neighborhoods are safer than others, right? You've got food trash covering the streets of the city, particularly in poorer districts, and that attracts rats. You maybe think you should adopt a cat to get the rats? I would think, but something about the way, nah, your face says no. That's, that's a mistake. The only thing more dangerous than a live rat is a dead one. Oh, really? Because a rat's death forces its fleas to find a new host. Oh. That's you, baby. Okay. Okay. Check yourself for fleas frequently and bathe regularly. Here's here's one of the mistakes the doctors made. Medieval doctors believed poor opening activities like bathing provide an entrance for the disease. Oh. So they advised Londoners against the practice. Oh God, okay. Do the opposite. In fact, don't see a doctor at all. Oh. At best, their treatment will be ineffective and excruciating. Avoid flea bites. Cover up as much skin as possible. Wear long sleeve shirts and pants. Tuck your shirt 
in and mm-hmm. put your pant legs under your socks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's your best chance. If I could go back in a time machine, right? You know, that's I could. What you would tell them? But then we, you know, I don't know. We'd change the course of history, so maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, because you know that's the that's the um, the old rub. Like, what are you going to change? What's going to be worse right. or better? You just having a butterfly effect. You have no idea. Forty million people I save. What's that yeah. mean for now? Garen, right. what happens? I, I mean, there's any number of outcomes. You're going to have multiple timelines. You're going to have different alternate realities. Yep. I know. Your uh, costume in one <laughs> is going to be slightly different than your costume in the other. Also, yeah, if I wanted to go as the Black Death Doctor, right? it doesn't make sense now. No. The doctor so doesn't best, even exist. It's best you couldn't go back. I better not go back and save anyone. Okay. Now that I've helped you survive back then, I want to help you survive now. Okay. Because it still exists and I don't want you to get it. All right. Okay, guys? You're not gonna. When you say the plague still exists, yes. do you mean it's the same strain yes. of one of these three things that... All of them still exist. Wow. Okay. Okay, so... Wow. And there's no inoculation, obviously. Well, no. Okay. But first off, you're not likely to get it, Danielle. Okay. Garen. Thanks to treatment and prevention, it's so rare. Only a few thousand people around the world get it. Mm -hmm. Most of these cases are in Africa. Okay. Especially the Democratic Republic of Congo and Madagascar. Huh. India and Peru. My guess is that has to do with sanitation. Okay. Um, Well, India, as we know, is way overpopulated. That's a guess. Yeah. The U.S. sees about seven cases a year. Mostly. Uh, Really? Yeah. In rural and remote areas in southwestern states, Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, California. Really? Whether there are more cases yearly than average can depend on what's going on with rodents. Okay. If it's a rodent year or not. There has not, oh, there had not been a plague fatality in the U.S. since 2015, which had 16 total cases. What was going on in 2015, Jesus. maybe the rodents were all a flutter about Trump. Yeah. Four of which resulted in deaths. Wow. So there's still, you know, you I think st- 10% chance of death. Mm-hmm. Only the third form of the plague, pneumonic plague, can be spread from person to person. Okay. It's the most serious form of the disease, the CDC says, which I think I established earlier, right? Okay. Early diagnosis is very important. Okay. Physicians and veterinarians are on alert. Did you guys know this? They're always on alert for it. Okay. I don't know if my doctor is. Listen to this. Am I saying this right? Epidi- epidemiologists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. They create maps, guys, to track the reports of the plague in rodents in western U.S. Uh-huh. They're, they're just making maps. How do they do that? They're just making the maps. But do they put little collars on them? Like, oh. How do they track rodents? Well, death probably. Okay. When they find, they come across dead rodents, they cut them open and see what killed them. If a person has spent time outdoors in these areas and has these symptoms, doctors may be more inclined to consider the plague. Okay? Unless you're a woman. Then they'll just be like, maybe you need to meditate. Okay. (laughs) Have you tried putting a cold compress on your head? Yeah. This is some basic, obvious stuff. When you are outdoors in areas known to harbor plague, which we now know those areas... Do not touch any wild rodents or rabbits. Danielle, hold yourself back. Okay. <laughs> I know it's going to be hard for you. Yeah. Don't let your pets roam around. Oh boy. Apply flea control to pets yes. and repellent to yourself if you are walking or camping in the wilderness. Modern day Black Death. You want to know what's going to happen? 
Yeah. To you? Sure. Wait, is this how you get is this how you get one? Is from this town? You can get it at a prairie town. Okay. You can get it obviously from rat flea bite. Yeah. You know. Okay. So you feel very sick and weak. Mm-hmm. You may have fever, chills, headaches. Mm-hmm. Other symptoms depend on the three main kinds. Bubonic. Mm-hmm. This is the most common. You'll get the bubos. Wow. Very swollen, painful lymph nodes under the arms, neck, groin. Without treatment, the bacteria can spread to other parts of the body. Septicemic. This is more dangerous. This is the bacteria is moving to the blood. Signs. Bleeding under the skin or from the mouth, nose, or bottom. Oh, good. Yeah. You know what happens if blood's coming out of my bottom? I'm going straight to the ER. Yeah. I'm not waiting. I'm not looking anything up on WebMD. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm calling an ambulance. Blackened skin especially on the nose, fingers, and toes. Okay. Oh, and guess what happens? Your nose can just fall yeah, the fuck off. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Holy shit. Belly pain, diarrhea, vomiting, and shock. Mm. Shock seems pretty clear in all of them. Yeah. Pneumonic plague. This is when the bacteria are in the lungs. It's the rarest form of the disease. It's deadly without treatment. It's also very contagious because the plague can spread through the air when a person coughs. Here's the symptoms. Cough, sometimes with blood. Trouble breathing, nausea and vomiting. This is another thing, like, if I cough and blood, it's like yeah. every Jane Austen movie. Right, I right? know. Or anything with, oh, you're dead. Anything with Kate Winslet in, yes. like, a, a corset. Yeah. You're, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. All right, again, it's very low chances you're going to get this. More likely, if you visit or live in an area with a plague and you... Touch a living or dead animal that might have been infected, like a rat, mouse, squirrel, rabbit, or chipmunk. Don't touch any of those. No, don't. Why would you do that? This feels very specific to my son. (laughs) Work with animals regularly. Spend a lot of time outdoors working, hiking, camping, or hunting. Spend time with someone who has the plague. (laughs) Hey, maybe don't do that. Is that what it says? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So... Here's the treatment. Mm-hmm. Hours can make a difference. Okay. Guys, hours. Okay? Your doctor can run tests of your blood or your spit or your fluids. Okay? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Do, 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 do. Okay. You'll be admitted to the hospital. You'll get antibiotics like Cipro, Vibromycin, Garamycin. Oh, is that yours, Ben? It's named, that's what I'm named after. Did you just call him Ben? I think I did. Yeah. (laughs) You're like a son. You're like a son to her. Oh. You are my son. (laughs) Uh, Treatment works well. Okay, good. Without or with antibiotics, most people get better within a week or two. All right. But without treatment, most people die. Oh, my God. Can you imagine you have to call in sick? I I can't come in today. I have the plague. What a good excuse, though. Right? Right? Oh, my God. But would they believe you? Yeah, I mean, maybe not. How many times have you done it? That's the thing. That's true. If you've already called in and said you had the plague. Okay, there's no vaccine for the plague. Mm. So you know what? Protect yourself, especially if you travel to Africa, Asia, or South America. Check for traveler notices about plague outbreaks on the CDC website. Okay. Avoid areas with the plague. I mean, (laughs) that's a given. I think, you know what? (laughs) Right. And stay away from sick or dead animals while you're there. Mm. It's going to be hard for me. Um, If you live in an area where there's been a case of the plague, okay, fill holes and gaps in your home to stop mice, rats, and squirrels from getting in. I don't think we've done a good job of doing that. No. Clean up your yard. Again, guilty. Get rid of piles of leaves, wood, and rocks where animals might make their home. Right. 
This is my own to-do list. Use bug <laughs> repellent with DEET. Use DEET. Don't be using that natural shit. No, it doesn't work. You might get the plague. To prevent flea bites when you hike or camp. Wear gloves if you have to touch wild animals. Alive or dead. Okay. Benjamin. And that is actually for my son, Benjamin. Wait, does he touch wild animals? Well, he... I know he, the fish, but I mean... He doesn't anymore, I don't think. But he... Like, we have a video of him when he's three holding a dead bird and shaking it oh, by its beak and no. putting bird feed, bird food in it, trying to bring it back to oh, life. yeah, you told me that. Oh, that's so sweet. Wear gloves if you have to touch wild animals alive or dead. Use flea control sprays on your pets or other treatments. Don't let outdoor pets like cats or dogs sleep in your bed. Uh-oh. Guilty. I'm. You know what? I think we've realized who's going to get the plague. Yeah, 100% you. Uh, well, Benjamin. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. One of us. We might get it together. Um, we're going to have a plague party. It, yeah. Before we break, I do want to sh- give a shout out to my sources because I've been not very good about sourcing. Nor my, have I, yeah. Uh, WebMD, thank you. A to Z Guide to the Plague. Smithsonian Mag. Could you survive the Black Death? Um, PBS, Secrets, Mystery, Black Death, American Scientist, The Bright Side of Black Death. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, History.com, uh, Middle Ages, Black Death, World History, Medieval, Curious for the Black Death, and, of course, that podcast I don't remember the name of. Wow, you did a lot uh, of different. I do love to read uh, about the Black Death. And there was this really interesting looking book that I tried to get on Libby that I think I will actually read about the Black Death. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the name of it, but I will um, – try to throw it into the newsletter that if people like history it seems like a really good um non-fiction book i mean right. there's tons of fiction books set in the period of the black death uh-huh. that um when i was looking for a good book about the black death i was like oh i want to read that book oh i want to read that book i want to uh-huh. read that book so i'll probably add those to my reading list too if anybody i could just put those in there too and speaking of books i mentioned this on the um bonus episode but i just wanted to tell people that i am reading that hijacking book that chris recommended uh, we own the skies. I think that's what it's that called. That sounds right. Um, and it's so interesting. Oh, good. I so, love that. So, so interesting. So read that. I love it. I love to know what people are reading. If anybody wants to tell us what they're reading, I'd be so into hearing that. All right. Should we take a break? Yes. We will be back right after this. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Christine, I did use the restroom, but I took your advice. I didn't bathe in it or treat any open wounds with my urine. So I'm learning. Danielle, that's one of the things I really love and respect about you is that you do take the lessons from our show and you apply them to real life. Yeah, exactly. Take them to heart. Really important. I learned something during the break. Yeah. And that is that the name of the book I was recommending is called The Great Mortality. Okay. An Intimate History of the Black Death, the Most Devastating Plague of All Time. That sounds good. By John Kelly. Okay. So... Very good. You can get it anywhere you like to read your books. Okay. Shop your local bookstore. Sure. If you uh, are that kind of person, I think you should be. I'm sure they'll just have that book on hand at mm. your local bookstore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, they your local plague-themed bookstore. Yes, you're right. A Kelly? Yeah, sure. Kelly. They'll have all, they got all, all the Kellys. They got all the Kellys. Oh, they love to stock a Kelly. <laughs> so we are guestless today. Right. That's fine. Sure. I think we're we're a nice mixed bag of nuts. We sh- we're, we we're nothing if not a bag of nuts. Uh, a nice tasty cashew. Sure. A s- salty almond. Mm-hmm. A macadamia nut. Oh, there you go. Nice and tasty. <laughs> um, 
But what we do need to do is share a story. That's right. I should share a story, right? Yes, you. <laughs> that that's I like so the stupid. things that crack your I know. Sometimes something so just hits random. Up. Yeah. Um I'm gonna share a story called We Survived the Bubonic Plague. Okay. And it's from the modern times. Ooh. I wanted to share something from the modern times because I don't know, you know, that many people around from the 1300s no. who were able to pitch an article to The Guardian. Right. Because I don't think The Guardian existed back then. No, it was just someone uh, screaming out, you know, headlines in the town square. Yeah. Town crier just screaming. All right. Here we go. Eight years ago, my husband John and I left our home in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh, we know that's a hot spot. Yeah, we do. For a holiday in New York. We wanted to celebrate having gone into business together. I was a financial advisor, John a lawyer. It felt like an exciting time. Sure. But within a couple of days of arriving, we started to feel sick. At first, we thought we had flu. Had flu. It's British. Yeah, I was going to say, is the, are these people British? No, but didn't it's, you also say... It's in holiday? the Gar- It's in the Guardian. So oh, you know, it's, okay. I so think they take out the yeah articles. It's right. it's it's Britishized uh. for the for the Brits' pleasure. Okay. I think it's one of those as told to. Okay, right? <laughs> she didn't write this right. But then we both developed painful. But then we both developed painful swellings in our groins. Jesus. Oh man, that's got to no. be weird, right? The big apple, indeed. <laughs> A couple of them. Good callback. The hotel sent us to a travel doctor who was so familiar with bizarre diseases that he did di- that he diagnosed us immediately. What, what are the what, what are the odds? What is a travel doctor? I don't even know. I've never heard of that. Me either. But I mean, okay, good. That was some good luck. Wait, who sent them to the travel doctor? Uh, the hotel. The hotel. Okay, great. I mean, I've never heard of a travel doctor, but That's I'm great. glad to know they exist in yeah. case I get the plague in New York. <laughs> That's very likely to happen to me. Okay. Unsurprisingly, he had never seen a case of bubonic plague before. There hadn't been one in New York City in more than 100 years. And I think he was quite excited. (laughs) He pulled a book off his shelf and showed us a photograph of a bubo, a large red swelling of the lymph node. We were sent straight to hospital. Yeah, this is some bullshit. That's exactly right. Uh Give me my American language. And admitted under all kinds of security, plague is a possible bioterrorism disease. So we were, until proven otherwise, suspected terrorists or victims of terrorism. (laughs) Oh, wow. Within hours, the story had reached the press. And when I looked out of the ward window, there were news trucks lined up on the street. I was in a state of shock. I was in hospital with the plague and watching the doctor who had diagnosed us being interviewed on Good Morning America. (laughs) That's crazy. It's so crazy. It felt like a surreal movie. We were dosed with antibiotics, which worked on me almost at once. I started to feel the media hysteria was a fuss about nothing. I'd known the plague existed in New Mexico and that every few years someone got it. We were still young and in good health. John was 53. I was 47. We'd be up and out in a couple days. But 24 hours later, it was clear John was getting worse. Uh-oh. He had something called disseminated intravascular coagulation, oh, which no. meant his blood was clotting. Remember? Yeah, but then doesn't that mean he had the other form of the plague? Maybe. And his organs shutting down. Oh, no. The doctors put him into a drug-induced coma and pumped him full of liquids to rehydrate him. He looked horrific. His body and face swelled up, and his hands and feet developed gangrene. (gasps) 
Eventually, the doctors said they would have to amputate his legs below the knees. Oh, my God. John's whole family flew in from different directions. My three, chep- my three stepchildren were distraught. They, had thought, they thought they had come to say goodbye to their father. He was in a coma from 5 November until mid-January. I don't know what that means. And I was <laughs> at his bedside every day. I wouldn't let myself consider that he wouldn't make it. Gradually, over several weeks, he regained consciousness, and the first thing he did... Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Was ask me to rub his feet. Oh, no. And they're gone. Yeah. Oh. Do you think he's just fucking with her? Yeah. It's like, a, it's a bit, right? <sighs> maybe, I hope so. Maybe. I thought I'd have an army of doctors, social workers, and psychologists to tell him about the amputation. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, hey, this isn't the NHS, honey. Yeah. This is American healthcare. Oh, yeah, she is from America. Okay. But it was just me and his sister. He mouthed the words, what? My feet? That's unbelievable. Oh. (laughs) By February, he was strong enough to fly by air ambulance back to Santa Fe, where he was admitted to a local hospital. When I first walked into our home, I thought, oh, God, this is where it all happened, where we were bitten by a flea and given the plague that changed our lives forever. John and I have read a lot about the medieval plague since then, and the symptoms are very similar. I remember in the hotel getting sicker and sicker, having this feeling of impending doom and darkness. That was a characteristic of the plague back then. The burning fever, the achiness, it was so accurate. No one knows why it affected John more than me. During the Black Death, there were people who survived, and there are theories that some of us over here have genes from our European ancestors that protect us. It has been a long, slow recovery for John. For such an active person, learning to walk again has been tough. But the good thing is, we both appreciate everything far more than we ever could have imagined. We feel pretty macho, too. (laughs) We survived the bubonic plague. That's a big deal. Wow. There were people who asked, how can you go back to New Mexico? But we knew it was just rotten luck. John's brother won $27 million in the Texas lottery a number of years ago. Statistically, there is a greater chance of winning the lottery than there is of getting the plague. Oh, wait, so his brother won $27 yeah. million dollars and he got his li- his feet chopped yes, off. Yes, Oh, if you don't have a fucking wild? chip on your shoulder after that. Right. To some, it might seem as if John got the raw deal, but he was given less than a 1% chance of survival and he made it. That's yeah. pretty lucky. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? But it's interesting. I mean, yes, they probably got it in New Mexico, but then to have... To have to deal with all of it in, in not your hometown and just bizarre. Yeah. It's wild. Oh, boy. Oh, so boy. Poor thing. You can still get it. Yeah, I guess but so. it's really unlikely unless yeah. you live at my house and then there's probably a good chance you're going right. to get it. Right. I think he's got an I left my legs in New York t-shirt. <laughs> I went to New York and all I got was the bubonic plague. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I left my feet in New, New York, York City. City. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, guys, so I love sad. you. Um, <laughs> that's what happened. That's bananas. So what I would like to do now yes. is shout out to some of our listeners. Love it. Who are patrons at the Seek Shelter level. You guys ready for some names? Yes. I wonder if these listeners are ready to hear their names. I'm sure they're ready. All right. Shout out to Allie Hodgson. Got a lot of Allies. 
Well, this is why she won a contest, remember? Oh, okay. And then she was not able to make it because right. she couldn't. So right. guess another alley came. That's right. Only alleys. Only alleys in the building. Only alleys all the time. No Kate's in this dojo. No. What? Maybe Kate. <laughs> may, maybe a Kate will win next time. Allie, we hope you'll win another contest. We hope you keep playing. Thanks for your membership and loyalty. Thank you, Allie. Next up, Michael Webb. Thank you, Michael. Hey, Michael. I like your name. We don't know where any of these people are from, right? Um, it might be interesting at some point to learn. Just, I don't just out of curiosity. Yeah, I don't get I don't get that information. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. my dossier, right, <laughs> um, of, of facts about each person. I wish I got more information. No, it's okay. I was just curious, but uh, I don't have it. We can pretend. Where do you think Michael's from? Michael Webb. Yeah, I think he's from Pittsburgh. Oh, that's a good guess. That yeah. is a good guess. Michael Webb, let us know where you're from. Patty McAnally. Nope, McAnally. I'm going to say Boston. it's McAnally. <laughs> Patty with an I. Uh-huh. Went to high school with a girl named Patty. She's a woman now. I think she's a high school teacher. So pretty. Patty was so pretty. I bet this Patty's pretty. I think all Patties are pretty. Yeah. It's a, especially yeah. Patty with an I. Yeah, right? Patty with an eye has got you, you. I mean, if you're gonna support that eye, you got to be pretty. Yeah, I bet she's really pretty. Yeah, um, Patty, where's Patty from? Patty with an eye, Boston. Oh yeah, you said already. McLean. I, that's the same last name as Rob, right? From um, from it's always sunny. Oh yeah, Rob McLean. McAnally. Oh McAnally. Yeah. Oh no, never like mind. Like the that. map maker. Like the maps, Ram Mc, McNally, McNally. No, that's McNally. This, this is, is McNally. McNally. Well, sh- let us know. Are you from Boston? Okay, here we go. Nicole, love the name Nicole. Yeah, I do too. I think Nicole is like a tough. Nicole always thinks someone like I don't want to fight you, Nicole. <laughs> Nicole Esposito. Nicole Esposito is right here in Los Angeles. Seems very Los Angeles. Yeah. She lives in L.A. Tell us, Nicole, do you live in L.A.? Oh, Amanda Zimmerman. Oh, we know Amanda. We know Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Do you know where she lives? I'm blanking. I'm blanking on where Amanda lives. Indiana? Maybe. Is she in uh, Bloomington area? This is beyond the scope of my knowledge. I know she's she's a pretty blonde. Yeah, she is. I'm going to take you by surprise and make you realize, Amanda. Okay. Well, let us know. Do you live in Indiana, Amanda? All right. Oh, another shout out from, guess what? Somebody who left us a review. Oh, hey, nice. You know, we love reviews. reviews. We love them. Because I think, if I understand the algorithms, it helps bring new listeners to our show. Right. We love new listeners. Guys, you know, you're our OG listeners. We love you the most, of course. Yeah. But we love new listeners because if our show gets bigger, it helps us keep Garen. <laughs> That's right. We have to keep Garen in Celsius. He's, he's on a loan. He's on a loan uh, program and Uber rides. <laughs> if we keep him Uber rides, <laughs> and uh, we can keep him, he will stay. And uh, somebody said a friend of mine who listened to the live show. She wasn't able to come to the live show. Said um, she could hear Garen's laugh. Oh, and it was the best. She said his la- his laugh was worth whatever we were paying him because. He has such a good laugh. Oh, yeah, Thank he does you. have a good laugh. That's very sweet. Is um, that the review? It's all about me? No. Oh. That By was the just... way, now I feel like we're supposed to be paying for his Celsius and Ubers because we don't pay for either. 
Well, we pay him. Yeah, but we don't pay for those two things. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. But you okay. know what? I don't want him to drink Celsius. I no, don't either. So I gave him a lecture back. last I night. Get, I did. My I'm not mom's paying. lectured me. I I'm did. I'm not paying him for any <laughs> Celsius, but I do give him a ride a lot of times. And I yes, think you do. Thank you that uh, sort That's of good. is a uh, taking off of the pay of the Yeah, Uber you're right. <laughs> you know what I will pay him for is some driving lessons. Um, oh, oh, dang. Gauntlet thrown. Okay. Although... You know, driving's overrated. Okay, here's a fun review we got. Headline is, two girls, one gay. (laughs) (laughs) Which could be another podcast we have. For sure, could be a t-shirt. I love that t-shirt. And it's five stars. Also love five stars. Equal parts hilarious, informative, and horrifying. I'm so happy (laughs) that I found this podcast. It's from, I think this is the name, Chris Semler. Uh Uh-huh. I love, it's K-R-Y- S. Okay. Maybe that's something. It could be like Christine. It could be Kristen. Chris Santhemum. Uh, from Australia. Oh. <laughs> oh. How lovely. So sweet. Um, and what a great encapsulation of our show. Thank I love you it. for this wonderful review. Guys, if you haven't left us a review yet, we would love for you to do, do that. It. Just do it right now. You you go to your podcast platform where you listen, mm-hmm. and it'll have the reviews, right. and you just click on leave a review. Right. You just hit the five stars, right? Please just hit five stars. I mean, it would be great if you did. We'll be back right after this with what did we learn today? Christine. Danielle. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Protect your cats. Coyotes are most fond of hunting small mammals. While mice and rabbits may be easier to snag, a coyote won't refuse a cat if it's easy prey. Heck no. Our pet cats tend to be tame, which means uh, an easy meal for a coyote. In fact, a National Park Park Service study has shown that cats make up 20% of urban coyotes' diets. Jeez. That is a lot. Goombas, initially called little Goombas, are one of the major species of the Super Mario franchise. Since their first game appearance in Super Mario Brothers, they have become the most iconic and common enemies in the entire Super Mario franchise, followed by Koopa Troopas, <laughs> appearing Sorry. in the vast majority of games. I didn't understand one word I just read. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, thank you. A chestnut in Japanese is Kuru, Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto told video game website Eurogamer in a recent interview, which is why the name Kuribo, which is Goomba in Japanese, oh. came about. But what does it mean it's Goomba in Japanese? It's not, is it pronounced Goomba? I, I think that just is what it translates to. But it translates us. to a nonsense word? I guess. It's or a or fun slur word. for Italians? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not racist because it's. I don't, none of that makes any sense to me. According to American Songwriter, is that a, is that a website? Yes. Uh, Ring around the rosy meant the itchy rash around the infected sore of a person sick with the plague. Pocket full of posies were the flower petals that plague doctors showered upon their deceased patients, which also helped to ward off their odor. Ashes, ashes meant the cremated remains of the deceased. Oh. And yes, whether sick or not, we all fall down at the end of our lives. I got part of it right. I mean, oh, I think there's also just different interpretations. Yes, yes. But wait, because I always thought that it was that you would put the petals to your own face to protect you from the smell of death rotting. I didn't know it was an actual, like, this is going to help you not get it. I thought it just meant, like, because it smells, because the streets are filled with dying people. I mean, it feels like so many different options. 
Oh, wait, there's more. Okay. But wait, there is a great deal of evidence that the nursery rhyme does not come from these deathly origins. In fact, in all likelihood, that's not at all where the verse comes from. There are a great many variations of the verse from German to Indian, and each is different. Some include different breads. Some include terms like husha busha okay. or red bird blue bird. The fact that so many variants exist means that it likely did not originate via a single historic event like the Great Plague. Mm-hmm. But maybe the words were adopted... Oh, right. to, uh, about the Great Plague. They also said it was probably not likely that they made such a nursery rhyme-ish thing for such a devastating thing. thing. I don't, Lots of things. Well, that's <laughs> weird because all of those nursery rhymes are about but, something horrible. Or dark. So, horrible. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. And, and like Grimm's t- fairy tales, like the originals, it's like oh, the, everything for kids was like chop off death, the darkness, yeah. let's yeah. terrorize children. That's true. That's true. Speaking yeah. of children... Uh, Quick question: Did you read uh, *Hamnet*? No, by Maggie O'Farrell. So it's it's the story of Shakespeare, William Shakespeare is losing one of his children. Okay, in real life, uh-huh. um, one of his twins, uh, and the grief around that. And it's a, more about his wife's grief, but it's uh, he, it was a hard read for me because they have twins, a boy oh. and a girl, and they lose their son oh, to Jesus. the bubonic plague. Oh, and it's one of my favorite books. Of all time, because it's so beautifully written. It's a wow. wonderful book. How interesting. It's set. It's in the 1500s, so it's a little bit later. But like I yeah. said, it comes back right. you know, every generation or so. Highly recommend it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, the 33 days of flagellation is indeed related to Christ's age. Okay. The last urban plague epidemic in the United States occurred in Los Angeles mm. from 1924 to through 1925. Really? That's fascinating. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Doctors can detect the plague through your fluids, which if you have it, they'll have plenty to choose from. A travel... (laughs) (laughs) Fluids. A travel doctor is a travel medicine specialist who Mm -hmm. knows about the particular illnesses, diseases, and risks associated with various regions and countries around the world. That's so good to know. Yeah. Like if you're somewhere in... just If you're traveling, you want to know... You want to get that person... Yeah, it's really smart. That's what I'm going to ask for if I get sick somewhere or somebody in my family does, which I think we know is definitely going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. I never knew that existed. Traveling doctor. Guys, I had so much fun with you today. This was so much fun. I don't know if it's just that I'm feeling so much joy that our cat's been found, but... It's such a... Must be such an amazing feeling. I'm feeling really grateful for you guys today. Oh, And the show. So sweet. And just how much fun I have with you guys. You bring well, a lot of joy to me. Oh, that's oh, so same. lovely. Holy moly. You really same do. here. You really do. Um, and the show is so much fun to do. And I hope everybody that listens likes it. I think they do. do I don't they? think they'd keep listening if they didn't like it. That's true. I would hope not. Like, Mm-mm. that would be weird. Um, Till next time. Remain, remain calm. calm.